So we, it's been a minute since we recorded. I, we say that every time. So the question is, why are you guys so uh, slow with your recording? And I will answer that because I am two things in the process of a slight career change. And then two, I'm remodeling a house. You are. And I'm in a hurry. So I don't have time. And I'm not going to apologize because I have my priorities in life. And, and I've been texting you a lot going, hey, Jake, Jake, we should record. And you're like, hmm, I'm going to Hawaii this week. <laughs> yeah, I just, I literally went, the last thing you did. You're like, can we just do it when I get back? And I'm like, where are you going? Hawaii. I didn't tell anyone I was going to Hawaii. So I got to tell you about about my trip. It was, this is funny. I, I found a new travel hack. So hey. I got to stay in a, in a nice resort, like a really nice ho- resort in Hawaii. And I got a free rental car, which rental cars are really expensive in Hawaii now. Yeah. Do you want to know how I did that? I, uh, I paid for a, it's one of those timeshare, uh, trial thing so they give you this great deal to go stay in a timeshare and then the catch is that you have to sit through a two-hour timeshare presentation and they they can those can be pretty high pressured and you can feel bad saying no and for me I have no problem saying no ever it's just a gift I have it's not something I've worked on it's just something I've never cared about if I don't want it so my this will this will be no problem but when I get there has been your gift ever since I met you 22 years ago. It's a strange gift and there's a lot of gifts I would exchange it for, but it is what it is. So I, nevertheless, I'm like, well, Hey, this is a great deal. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'm not worried, but I did start to get nervous once I was there. Cause I have done a timeshare presentation before and I pretty much had a panic attack because I thought they were going to lock me in the room and not let me leave until I paid for it. And I was in Mexico, which is a different country. And I was, all these thoughts were going through my head. Like, I don't know what my recourse is. If, if I don't want this timeshare, they did let me go, but I have a little bit of anxiety from that. So I started to get a little nervous beforehand, but nevertheless, I went, I went and I showed up and I had all my negative body language going on, which was kind of planned, but I'm there by myself at the presentation and, you know, my head's down and someone comes by and like, Hey, there's all these snacks and drinks. Go help yourself. I'm like, no, I'm good. And I just stare at the floor. Finally, the guy comes and gets me and takes me back. He's like, Hey, all right, here, come walk into my office, which was a joke. Cause we went outside. He's like, I've been working 40 years to get this office, you know, cause it's all beautiful. I'm like, Oh, good Lord. Here comes the stupid sales stuff. Now he sits me down Aww. and he goes, all right. So all of our sales reps are, uh, busy working with other families and other couples right now. So because of the labor shortage, I don't have anyone to give you the presentation. So we're going to give you the gifts. Everything's good and you can go. So that was it. I I was so confused by what he said, but then when it hit me like, what? Oh, so I, I don't have to do the, I don't have to sit through that ordeal. Oh, and I still get I still get the deal and still get the points and I get a free night at a certain hotel chain and I get I got twenty thousand points as well. So you get the Ritz in Hilo. No, I don't. I'm not going to stay. It's a it's a big chain. It's one of the big ones. Oh, okay. Oh, but I know which one it is. I'll tell you off camera. Okay. 
noise. I want more deals. That's why I don't want to state. I don't want them to find out that I'm going to their timeshare presentations with no desire to buy one. <laughs> but hey, it was it was really fun. That just made the trip so much better. So I went and got ice cream to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And I got two hours of my life back. Oh, that's great, Jake. You know, I have some friends that were interns in Washington, D.C., and they went to Florida to, uh, they did the same hack. <laughs> and I just think that is so funny. I'm like, you know what, I have a hard time saying no in those pressury situations. So I would not be the one to do that because I would be pressured and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, sign me up. Well, and then I wouldn't be able to get out of it. Here's a proposal then. I'll help you. I can help you with that. Because so we'll I'm limited to how many each of the each of the brands will only let you do this so many times and only so often. So maybe if you want to do a trip and invite me along and the catch is I'll do your presentation with you and I will help you say no. I'll be the I bad cop until they kick me out. I can do that. You're a fun travel partner. Yeah, there's a few places I want to go. Okay. Smoky Mountains, ever been out there? Where? Gatlinburg, Tennessee. No. They have lots of timeshares there. Even Branson, Missouri, I'd be happy to go there. No, no I'm Weird. good. Okay, we'll go to Tennessee then. <laughs> so enough about me and my travels. What's up? What's new with you? So I'm having my, my, I'm having boob surgery on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, but I don't know if this is going to air by then, but uh, yeah, so that's the 8th of February. So listeners that are new. Hold on. Did you pick the 8th because the number eight looks like boobs? (laughs) No, but that's a fantastic observation. But I don't have nipples right now. So they look like they look like an eight. Yeah. Oh, they do. Another observation. (laughs) I don't know why I said nipples. And it's two eight, two meaning you have two of them, and eight because it looks like an eight. I don't know why I put nipples in eight. (laughs) ladies and gentlemen my hair is naturally reddish brunette (laughs) so no um no so i had a prophylactic mastectomy last year my mom died from breast cancer when she was age 50 She was diagnosed when she was 42, which was the age I was when I had my bilateral mastectomy. I had reconstruction four months later. And my reconstruction had some complications. Um, And with that kind of my implant, one of them popped out of the muscle and tore the muscle. And I've been in pain pretty much ever since. So, and they look bad. 
they just, I'm not super jazzed about them. And so I picked a new plastic surgeon. I mean, there's a whole other story that happened with the mastectomy that I got a really bad infection. And I mean, that really wasn't the surgeon's fault, but anyway, but yeah. So I picked a new surgeon. He does, most of his surgeries are post-mastectomy patients. And I'm really comfortable with him. Um, He sent me to physical therapy for three months prior to get my muscle that they're going to use for both um, sides in shape. And yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, I've lost some poundage since the previous one. So we're going a touch smaller in the implant size. Uh, and yeah. I think post mastectomy could be a rap name. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a rap name that people would want, but maybe I could be a rapper. <laughs> we should, that could be one of our, let's at some point, let's do a, a social media question where we ask people what our rap name should be. We could, we could do a poll. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a little distracted because I have the TV. I should turn the TV off while I'm recording, but Forrest Gump is on. And whenever Forrest Gump is on, I have to watch it. That's true. You do. And unfortunately, it's the scene where Forrest and Jenny are about to get it on. Are they in the dorm room? Yep. Forrest looks so uncomfortable. John, I, I don't I don't feel comfortable with what's going on right now. That's not what he says. You're making me feel things I didn't know existed. <laughs> you know, there's a lot. Of, I love Forrest Gump, but there's a lot of things about that movie that are not plausible. And I think the most implausible thing is that he can just sit at a bus stop and tell his entire life story from birth to the present day to strangers without the cops getting called. It was a different time, Jake. It was the early a different, 90s. Different place. Yeah, I mean, it's Ella, it's Greenbow, Alabama. Yep, roll tide roll. Oh. Anyway, back to your... Yeah, so, no, that's... Double mass. That's pretty much... Oh, no, because, I mean, the mistake happened. But, uh, yeah, so... I'm actually looking forward to it. Not to the recovery so much because, you know, can't lift my arms above my head for a few weeks. But I do have, you know, my friend Tiff. She's coming to, she's moving in with me. Oh, awesome. (laughs) I know. So she's going to come be my roommate for, um, for a little while to kind of help me with some stuff. And then when she's not here, I'll of course go over to my dad's house so big wave dave can uh well mostly dana my stepmom can help me with some things but this will be good just get it out of the way in a few months i'll get nipples 
There's some lofty goals. They are. They're things you never thought you would be without. It's kind of like. Maybe we should add that to our pillow. (laughs) Someday I'll get nipples. (laughs) Someday I'll get nipples. Pillow idea. Put it on a pillow. What was the other pillow idea from Facebook from a week or so ago? I don't know. I need to look it up. Look it up and we'll slice this dead air out. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, because you tagged me on something that said who who's responsible, who tagged the person who's responsible for your innocence. What was it? Something like that. <laughs> who took your, who stole your innocence or something yeah, you, like that. You tagged me. So I said something like, I'm, Sorry, I stole your innocence. <laughs> and that would make a great stitched that would pillow. Make a great pillow. And then I was like, oh, we could make it one of those glittery pillows or one of those sequin pillows that you brush up and it's something different. <laughs> put fireworks over the word innocence. <laughs> Jake, there's nobody that thinks we're funnier than we do. <laughs> That's true. Hey, if you can't laugh at yourself, no one else can laugh at you. It's true. And I'm glad that we can laugh at ourselves. All right. We've got a pretty good pillow collection going on. We do. And eventually we'll sell merch. (laughs) (laughs) So I got new spectacles. Ooh, yeah. They're they're spectacular. Thank you. And I would like to free advertising, some advertising here for Bountiful Vision Care, Dr. Pace. And they have a great spectacle collection. Um, these are actually children's frames. <laughs> <laughs> I am small and you know smol and i have a small head and a little face and so these are children's children's kate's fade glasses and as you can see they're baby pink on the side with black rims so i am very pleased with them plus they were less expensive but I'm sure that the people uh, that were putting the lenses in were like, who's getting the children's frames with the old lady glasses? Have I, I can't remember if I've ever explained on air my theory that shorter people are genetically more advantageous, better no. for society. No. Because, you know, this is my counter argument to all the, dumb tinder i'm not gonna use a derogatory word but when uh women on tinder say something like if your height starts with the five swipe is it left is that the bad one okay (laughs) swipe left if your height starts with the five or like these weird these weird requirements that are based on an arbitrary height which you know i meet that 
being over six feet, but that would still be a huge turnoff for me because I just think that attitude sucks. So I want to tell everyone that I think smaller people are genetically superior to taller people and we need to stop uh, making height or virtue to look for in your reproduction traits. But why do you think that they're genetically superior? Mostly because the smaller you are, the fewer resources that you use. So you need less food to sustain yourself, less calories, so that's less food, less uh, impact on creating the food and harvesting it. Also, if there were to be a drought or some sort of situation that caused people to not eat for a long time, you'd be able to get by better because you're able to survive on fewer calories than a large person. You use fewer resources. So like your glasses are a good example. They have less material in them than a glass, the glasses for someone with a giant head. Your clothes use less fabric. That's more sustainable for the environment. I, okay. Your houses could be smaller if you wanted them to be. <laughs> it would require less heating and air conditioning. Yeah, but nobody really. Mm, that's a tough sell. There's no, there's no counter to that. What's the, what's the advantage to being tall that isn't a social construct? Oh, okay, you got a point there, Jake. But, oh, and here's the other thing. So I, okay, let me preface this with up until recently, I have never dated anybody under six foot. My ex-husband was six, two, is six, two, six, three, six, three. So. By the way, Jill is terrible at gauging that's people. That's what his I, driver's she, license says. Every guy that she's ever dated has been like six four, and they've all been shorter than me. I'm like, yeah, this is interesting. So he's not six three. He is. I've seen his driver's license. They don't measure you at the at the driver's license. No, division. they just take your word for it. You can put whatever you want. Full shirt. So I've also seen. <laughs> Whatever. He is six. I know he's over. I know he's six too. Don't argue. Okay, fine. He's whatever. I don't care. Point is, I've never been with anybody under six foot up until recently. And I've always thought that like shorter dudes had more of an attitude. And with the exception of one guy that I've dated kind of that doesn't fit. So myth. It is a myth. And if you think about it, short dudes are in a real bad social situation because if they try and do anything uh, like if they, try to build their muscles and get huge or if, or if they try to be aggressive in life to get ahead or whatever, they're told that they're compensating for their height. Whereas someone else were to do the same thing, 
it's normal behavior. It's kind of a weird uh, catch 22. Is that a catch 22? I forget my uh, euphemisms. Is that a euphemism? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I forget my terms for phrases in the English language. Yeah. It's a it's a euphemism. Catch twenty two. I don't know. It's like a catch twenty three. Twenty two, twenty three. Whatever. It's just a little it more than twenty two. Twenty two, twenty three. Whatever it takes. Hey, can I uh, update on a Utah thing? Yeah. Interesting Utah situation we have going on. So, yeah. um, we've talked about the proposal for a new state flag. And as of right now, you can submit your designs online, which we will link in the show notes where to go for that. I'm going to submit mine, my petroglyph design. You think Please, that for the love of shot? God, let's not have our state flag be a beehive. Good Lord, please no. Please, please no. <laughs> I will remind some of those. Have you seen some of those entries that have the beehive? I'll just say it, Jake. Yeah, I want to. I want to do a. I don't. I want to do a PSA to the people who are thinking about flag designs. There's no rule that says that your flag must contain an official state, something like the state emblem or the state flower or the state bird. It does not have to have any of those. Look at our three neighboring states that all have really great flags, Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona. What are they? Colorado is a C with a dot in it. New Mexico is a, is a sun and Arizona is a sunset. Agreed. I think our flag should not be ugly. If we don't even have a state flag. That's the other thing I, I want to bring up because on, online I've seen lots of comments like people are equating this to cancel culture. We have to change everything. People don't want to change it. And they're like, what's wrong with our state flag? And the thing that's wrong with our state flag is we don't have a state flag. We have a state seal, which won't change. We'll, we'll maintain the same state seal. State seal. State seal. State seal. We have a state seal that doesn't change, but instead of creating a flag, what they did back in the day was just put the state seal on a blue backdrop and said, that's our flag. So we don't have a flag. That's why we need a new one. It'd be really cool if we had a cool one. So I agree with this hundred percent. And if you're, one, if, you're, if you're thinking, oh, why is the legislature wasting time on this when there's such bigger issues to handle? I would equate that to when you walk in your house, if you walk in your house and you find a piece of paper on the floor, do you pick it up and throw it in the trash? Or do you go, you know what? I don't have time to pick up this piece of paper because my house needs a new roof. No, you pick up the piece of paper because it takes two seconds. This is the same thing. It takes two seconds, relatively speaking, to address this. Agreed. Oh, another Utah thing, kind of. Well, it is not kind of. You know, the Olympics are going on right now. Oh, yeah, those things. Yeah, you know, those things that happen every four years. Or every two, I guess. 
or every one because we had one last year. Yeah, that's true. But uh, you know what happened 20 years ago this time of year in Utah? The Olympics. That's right. Good and times. I, rem I remember Jake had a Tacoma, a white Tacoma, and we were driving from Portacol and we were looking into downtown Salt Lake City and he goes, this is the only thing that Salt Lake's ever done right because they have like these cool designs on the buildings and <laughs> oh yeah, I thought yeah they had those big mural things on all the skyscrapers I thought that was really cool it was and I'm gonna post that to our um to our Facebook and Insta because and I thought the the Olympic rings lit up on the hillside was really cool too it was it was kind of a fun time I really well I regret I didn't I didn't experience the Olympics enough when they happened here so I'm one of those that really hopes that we bid for it and get them again I know a lot of people don't want the Olympics but it's really oh, good for them. somebody like to have them I didn't think it would be fun again but um I don't know I it was a really fun time to be kind of a young single female here and my friend who is now like she's really adulting these days. She's a gynecologist. And like, I'm like, oh, look, our resumes are absolutely the same, Megan. I don't know what you're talking about. But like, we were, we both worked at the University of Utah Hospital in the andrology lab. And if you don't know what that means, it's the sperm bank. I'm not even kidding. And um, we were, we worked at the hospital lab at that point, um, not the donor site. <laughs> and we did have a donor site back in those days, but um, I remember driving to work and seeing snipers on top of the hospital. I mean, it was crazy because <laughs> the Olympic Village was just right over, like kind of where it was just right by the School of Medicine. And I mean, I just remember being in that environment and it was just kind of wild to get there well, and it was yeah. only um what five months after 9-11 yeah yeah there was so. a big doubt about whether the olympics would even go on if and i know there was a huge upsurge in security because of future, you know, potential terrorist attacks, but nothing happened. Thanks, Mitt. Yeah, Mittens. Whatever happened to him? I don't even know. Is he like a senator? Or Didn't maybe? he run for president? I think he did. <laughs> oh, speaking of Olympics, I think I'll start watching them. Actually, I've tried since I'm in a hotel room, I actually have television. This is the only time I'll be able to watch anything. But every time I turn it on, they're just watch, they're showing figure skating. Like, stop showing figure skating. There's 150 other sports. Show something else, please. No. Well, so I follow, like, most of my Olympic stuff, and I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, is coming from TikTok. Because I follow Sean, Sean White, 
and he's kind of amusing. And um, but there's also one that shows like really bad fails and they're kind of funny. But I really, really should pay more attention to the actual Olympics. There's an idea because they always have the human interest stories and then they play that before and then the person just does really great in the competition. Why don't they do the same thing? But for people that suck. (laughs) Yeah. And if they don't have a human interest story, if they don't come from trauma or have any insurmountable odds that they had to overcome, just tell a normal story like, oh, I was a born in the suburbs of Chicago and middle-class family. And my dad was a lawyer and they're still married. I had very stable family and I decided I wanted to be a speed skater and I've had nothing but success since I started and here I am in the Olympics and then they show him like crashing and breaking his clavicle (laughs) that might get more interest in the Olympics I mean yeah that's kind of terrible though we're kind of terrible people sometimes That and then naked curling, that could help. (laughs) Right, frostbitten, dingly bits. (laughs) Do it like the original. I mean, that's how the original Olympics were in Greece. They were all naked. Let's do some naked curling. You don't think they had togas? No, they were. That was Roman, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't don't think the Winter Olympics could have. I don't know. I'm mixing up my ancient <laughs> naked naked pairs figure skating. <laughs> you don't have to worry about elaborate costumes anymore. It's just all frostbite <laughs> <laughs> and shrinkage. <laughs> and here comes Tanya Harding. <laughs> Frostbitten, dingly bits and wobbly bits. Oh, I'm going to cut that out too. No. All right, maybe I'll leave. That's the good part. <laughs> That's funny as shit. All right, fine. Okay, well, it was good chatting okay. with you, Jill. And it, good it has been reconnecting. Good. It has been good catching up. We'll uh, see on the flip side of surgery where my boobs will be (laughs) less gross. You haven't seen them. They will be figure great. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) All right. Till next time, everybody. See ya.